listening to The Yarn, the number one wool industry podcast. I'm Ellie Bigwood, and this episode is all about Australian made. This week, from May 24 to May 30, is the first ever Australian Made Week, an initiative to celebrate and support our local heroes, the makers and growers around our country. And the chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you might just be one of Australia's proud wool growers. According to Roy Morgan Research, if every Aussie household spent an extra $10 a week on Australian-made products, it would inject an additional $5 billion into our economy each year and create up to 11,000 new jobs. $10 a week, so that's just over $500 a year per house on Australian products. That's pretty reasonable for huge gains to our local economy. And by buying Australian-made products, you're supporting those thousands of fellow Australians throughout the supply chain, and you're investing in the future of our local businesses and communities. Plus, you can guarantee that what you're purchasing is going to be of the highest quality. Today on The Yarn, we speak to two proudly Australian-made and Australian-owned brands that use Australian-grown wool. Firstly, Woolarena, a merino wool clothing brand based in central west New South Wales. The founder of Woolarena, Warwick Rolfe, has a long career in the wool industry from his beginnings in 1974, and he caught up with AWI's Emily King to explain what it takes to start a merino wool clothing company. If, if you haven't got that passion to be involved in something that you really believe in, then it, it won't develop, it won't succeed. And it's, it's the passion about the fibre that really drove me to want to start Wool Arena. There is definitely a resurgence for Merino, which gives me some real confidence that the product will continue to be consumed. But also for Australian-made products, there seems to be a groundswell uh, and it's growing. We've, we've got some wonderful people out here in the Central West that have developed the, the concept of buy from the bush and that's growing and, uh, and going from strength to strength. And the Australian Made campaign is also uh, being pushed fairly heavily and people are responding to that. And so it's, it's for those reasons that we want to continue this business. I have no intention of retiring despite the 40 odd years <laughs> that I have in the industry. The family and the girls and other people that work in the business are all very confident about the future. And for those reasons, we continue to invest. And we're looking at other projects in relation to how we might manufacture these garments in the future and and what we might do with some of the the products or the byproducts that we have. I noticed out the back when we were touring through that you've got a number of bins for recycling and all sorts of things and so I know you mentioned when we were having a walk around that your new cutting machine really improves efficiency and reduces wastage and that sort of thing how important are those attributes obviously from a financial point of view because you you know waste is you know reduction in profit but how important are those ecological sustainability sort of measures for you and your business Personally, they're very important. Um, we, we live on a small farm here and we're very conscious about what we do with the environment here in terms of the sorts of chemicals that we use. Um, and we've taken the same approach with Wool Arena. So we're, we're always looking to minimise that waste and want to re- reduce that as much as possible. In recent uh, months and years, we've moved away from plastic as much as we possibly can. All our tagging and so forth now is done in wool. 
our bags that we use are now no longer plastic. They're also a natural fibre in calico. And we're continuing to look at, at other things that we can do to re- reduce our impact on the environment. I might add that we are currently running 40% on solar energy and we intend to move across to 100% self-sufficiency for the power to run our, run our um, plant here. We're very conscious that there is a circular economy out there and we would like to think that at some point in time, in the not too distant future, we'll have some, uh, something exciting to announce as far as recycling is concerned. Well, we look forward to hearing about that, Warwick. Yeah. You mentioned a bit before Buy From The Bush and the Australian Made campaign. What impact did COVID have on your business and what impact subsequently to that have Buy From The Bush and the Australian Made campaign had on Wolverine's business? The impact that it's had, Emily, is is far from negative. It's, it's been very positive. People have realised that they want to buy Australian Made it's easier to get it here. It might cost a little bit more, but people have realised that there are products here in Australia that they can buy and, and their quality is second to none. People like Grace Brennan, who have developed Buy From The Bush out at, at Warren, that's been a, a godsend to us. And the Australian Made campaign has made people much more aware about the availability of Australian products. And are those stores that stock your product, are they mostly eastern seaboard or are they right across Australia? What's the sort of general distribution? Generally, it's the eastern uh, states, but we do have a small outlet in Western Australia that's buying a few. And uh, we have had one from an inquiry from South Australia, So, but predominantly the eastern states, Emily. You've just been working on a collaboration as well with another great Australian wool brand, Mini Jumbuck, which is based at Narraport in southeast South Australia. Can you explain a bit about that collaboration and how that's come about and how many years that's sort of been in the pipeline? Yeah, look, I first met uh, Darren about uh, three years ago and uh, around about 18 months ago, I approached Darren with the idea of producing a range of uh, products that would complement their bedding products. Darren was very keen on the idea and uh, it took a little time to uh, develop up the concepts, but we've worked closely over the last 12 months to put out a a sleepwear range which will go onto the market uh, in the coming weeks, in fact. Um, And and that's worked very well. And we've known for some time uh, that sleeping in wool has has some wonderful benefits in terms of sleeping patterns and and getting a better night's sleep. So Darren saw it as a great opportunity and we saw it as a great opportunity to manufacture a product for another, another Australian company. So people will be able to sleep in wool, on wool? On wool, absolutely, Emily, yes. And um, I've said for many years anecdotally that wool uh, certainly was therapeutic as far as sleep was concerned, but uh, through AWI's uh, extensive research, we've we've now known that it it does benefit uh, using wool as as a product to sleep in. And keeping on the theme of wool sleepwear, we now head to Narracourt in South Australia to learn more about Mini Jumbuck, Australian wool bedwear brand since 1975. Darren Turner, the Managing Director of Mini Jumbuck, has been working with the brand for over 35 years, from their humble beginnings in Narracourt to now being a global leader in wool bedding products. Mini Jumbuck started in the mid-70s, handcrafting a, a souvenir sheet, which became a small a small merino, and that's really where the company has its name from, small merino or mini jumbuck. Jumbuck's the you know Australian slang for sheep. And we 
began producing wool quilts in the late part of the 70s for an, another brand under licence and they didn't renew that contract so we uh, uh, produced our own range of wool quilts and which led to a complete sleep system so not only quilts but mattress toppers and pillows in the early 1980s. And it wasn't long before we picked up uh, major accounts like Meyer and uh, later on Adairs and David Jones and Harris Scarf and we became a national, um, a nationally recognised brand that specialised in wool. So over that journey, we've become a household name, a trusted brand, and we're a brand that's not only sold here in Australia, but many people around the world have bought mini jumbo. Mm-hmm. So what are the wool types within your product range? So where do you source your wools from, what type of wool, et cetera? Mini Jumbuck uses um, primarily a down wool for the filling of the quilts. So you're looking at somewhere around that 32 micron range. We've recently, um, in the last 18 months, started a program here in the Limestone Coast where we source wool direct from farms. So we've partnered with um, half a dozen farms in this region and we have areas set up where farmers can actually for the type of wool that we want, can sell their wool, and uh, that's part of our blend. I guess we aren't able to source 100% of that for the Limestone Coast, so we actually use a company like Michelle's in Adelaide that might source the, the balance of the wool for us, and that's where the wool's washed and cleaned. Mm-hmm. If we're producing our mattress toppers and knitting into a woolen fleece, we're using a, um, a finer micron, something more around 27, a little bit softer. So that's primarily the, the types of wool that we use. The downs will have more of a spring shape as, um, you know, the merino is, is quite a soft flat wool that's ideal for apparel, but um, downs wools have, a, uh, the crimp is more like a spring. So you want something that creates loft and traps air and, and um, you know, springs back. And that's why we choose that wool. Mm-hmm. We just heard from um, Warwick Rolf on the podcast about the process that Woolarena go through in order to make merino wool clothing. What's the process behind making wool bedding products? What's the manufacturing like and does it differ significantly? It's a little bit different because we're not actually uh, required to spin a yarn. So, and it's not telling a story, but, you know, to create yarn and and spinning. So the wool's uh, shorn from the sheep. It has um, grease, natural grease and lanolin in the wool and some, you know, seed or vegetable matter. That's cleaned in the scouring process, which is a, you know, series of baths with soap. So once the wool's clean, it then has to be uh, treated to make it machine washable. And there's a process which we call superwash, where the wool actually is it's smoothed and um, you have a, a resin that um, forms droplets on the, the fibre. So when the wool's wet, the fibre becomes very smooth and it doesn't cling and felt. So we have the uh, wool treated for machine washability. Then it arrives here at our factory. We open up the bale of wool and we start the whole process from a bale of wool, we comb it and card it, uh, a large machine called a carding machine, which is a series of rollers with metal teeth and it gets finer and we comb that into a very fine layer. And then with each of those layers, we lap them on top of each other to creating you know, finite layers of air trapped in between and that creates the filling. And from there, we frame up our fabric, put our fillings in, quilt them, sew them, bind them, pack them, label, um, inspect them, and they're ready for shipment. And how long is that process from start to finish? It's it's minutes for each parts of those processes. We might be um, processing wool at you know hundreds of kilos per hour to make the filling. Just the quilting process might take uh, three or four minutes. But I guess it's probably a ten to twelve minute operation to make one quilt using the latest technology, but also handcrafting um, and ensuring that each product that you make now is the one the same as the one you made before and the one you make after. So we've got. We've got a lot of uh, modern 
equipment, but also we've got a lot of artisans here that have been with the business for 10 and 20 years that there's certainly a little bit of hand craftsmanship that still goes into every mini jumbo quilt. Mm, certainly craftsmanship. I can say that because my family enjoys mini jumbuck donors at home. Um, you mentioned earlier that Michelle Wool does your manufacturing or helps with your processing part of it. How significant is it to be Australian made and owned in an industry where most manufacturing for wool is actually done overseas? Look, it is, it is significant to have um, a business that's Australian owned and, and Australian made. And I, I think we've got supply chain issues now with, with global problems of shipping containers and finding ships to arrive on time. There's, there's huge delays around the world. The more that we can manufacture here in Australia, the more that we can be self-reliant. And I guess every time you have a choice of buying a product, if you choose an Australian-made product over an imported product, you're actually helping to make this country better and stronger. I mean, the more we make here, the stronger our country will be and the more independent we become. So we feel it's really important to have Australian-made. It's also, it gives us full control over the wool as well. We know where the wool's grown. We know where it's been washed and cleaned and processed and what um, what we take from farm arrives back here in our factory. So there's a level of, of trust and traceability. If wool's shipped overseas, or purchased overseas, then to my knowledge, even an Australian wool, to, to claim that your product has Australian wool, you only re require 50%. So you could actually have goat hair and other fibres mixed in and you're not really sure what you're getting in some of the cheaper product. So I think having as much as possible done here on shore in Australia is good, not only good for the country, but it's also good for the quality of the product. And that leads to a higher level of trust, I think, for consumers. Yeah, trust and quality assurance, definitely. How do you and what is the importance of marketing your products in Australia and globally, particularly because there is such competition from synthetic man-made fibres out there, so you really have to push what you're doing and promote wool? Yeah, well, there's a few touch points there. One is um, to promote our own brand, and it's one of the reasons we've partnered locally with Limestone Coast Farmers. We looked at what we can own and the things that Mini Jumbuck stand for that a lot of other businesses don't have is one we're australian owned and that seems to be an important factor and two we're australian made three we're based in a regional um the regional town of narracourt and you find within those regions you have a sense of community a much greater sense of community um, than you might find in some of the you know, larger cities and that sense of community flows through to the culture and the values of the business and you get a, a almost like a large family feeling within our organisation where everybody cares a little bit more about each other and cares a little bit more about every product they manufacture. So they're making products as if they were making it for themselves, their family or their friends. So I think that's part of a marketing story that we push and we push that with uh, videos and our own storytelling and the authenticity behind it. I guess the other thing is just the health benefits of, of wool. A lot of fibres will insulate you uh, from the cold, but they also trap heat in. And we find that um, one of the reasons for disrupted sleep is overheating. And disrupted sleep can be quite exhausting. So you tend to, the heat's trapped in, you perspire more, you wake up hot, and that becomes another reason for disrupted sleep. Wool's ability not only to insulate, but also regulate temperature is where we talk about the benefit of sleeping with wool versus other fibres. It has the ability to manage excess heat and moisture away from the body. It breathes with you. Your skin temperature and body temperature tends to be quite consistent. Therefore, independent studies have shown that people sleeping with wool products sleep for longer periods of time without disruption. They wake more refreshed because they've had a, a more comfortable, refreshing night's sleep. 
So they're the, probably the two angles. One is the health and wellness benefits that Wolf provides, and the other is the quality and care that goes into Mini Jumbuck and the story behind why they're based here in a in a rural region that's one of the more prominent areas in Australia for growing high-quality wool. It, it all links nicely back to the brand. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, certainly. You probably touched on this a little bit earlier. Wool is a more expensive product than, say, a polyester or a synthetic or a cotton. But why is it important to pay more for that product and why is it so important to support this Australian-made product? I think with any product where you're investing a large part of your time and people tend to spend at least a third of their lives sleeping or trying to get a good night's sleep. So we look at it as, as an investment. If you are investing in a better quality night's sleep, then you want the best materials to achieve that. Many health problems can be created through poor sleep. So rather than just choose you know, something that's essentially plastic to sleep under, then we feel that sleeping with the wool um, or the range of, of wool bedding, we've actually created a whole sleep system to build the, that comfort for the mattress up. So we've got woolen mattress toppers that relieve pressure points, maintain a consistent temperature and it allows you to stay in that position for a longer period of time. We've got a range of five quilts from um, very warm to very cool. So if you're a hot or a cold sleeper, we've created five quilts amongst our airlight technology range that will suit you. We often have feedback from customers that say even a hot and cold sleeper, one who's normally sleeps hotter than the other or colder than the other, both find they reach a comfortable temperature with wool and you you won't achieve that with polyester or other fibres because one will just continue to heat up and perspire. So we look at it as making an investment in your health and well-being, and one of the best ways to to feel healthy during the day is to ensure that you get a good night's sleep the night before. And you know, I've seen before it was a good good slogan that um, good days begin with good nights, and that's our philosophy: ensuring that people get the best night's sleep possible, pay a little bit more. But look over over a five, seven, or ten-year period, it's really nothing. You buy a cheap product within a couple of years, you're probably looking to replace it, or you're not happy with it anyway. So if you look at the value proposition over time and the quality of sleep and your quality of life you achieve from that, then really it's, it becomes a pretty easy choice to make the investment in something that's a little bit better. A good day begins from a good night. That's great. Darren, thank you so much for keeping Aussies comfortable during their sleeps and thank you so much for joining us on The Yarn today for our Australian Made episode. Great. Thanks for the opportunity to tell our story. Two great Australian-made and Australian-owned businesses there, both using Australian wool and both based in regional areas. The full package, if you ask me. So this week, and you know what, every week, buy Australian-made and encourage your mates and families to do the same because no one loses from supporting local. And I'll have you know that I'm wearing my Aussie-made merino wool jumper as we speak and it is wonderful. Thanks for joining us on The Yarn this week. Australian Wool Innovation are on Facebook, on Twitter at Wool Innovation and Instagram at Australian Wool. I'm Ellie Bigwood. Thanks for your company and see you next time for another yarn.